scruffy looking nerf herder. Oh, who the fuck are you? I'm the guy who does his job. You must be the other guy. If I can change, and you can change, everybody can change. Is this true? Yes, it's true. This man has no dick. I don't like sand. It's coarse, rough, and irritating. And it gets everywhere. I'm the juggernaut, bitch! I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hey, try not to suck any dick on the way through the parking lot. I am an FBI agent! Get to the chopper! You are tearing me apart, Lisa! No! Oh, no, not the beast! Not the beast! Hello one, hello all. Here it is, episode numero uno, Kelly Clarkson. I don't know what Kelly Clarkson has anything to do with number one, <laughs> but it is here, Tripodcast. I am CP of YouTube channel Will I Like It Reviews, and I am joined by my co-host, the other regular of this show, is none other than Dr. Movie 91. Hey everyone, Dr. Movie 91 here, fellow YouTuber, Bluetuber. All thing movie guy. We're joined together in our general love of Blu-rays, movies, but on this show, we're going to focus strictly on movies and, and it, you know, Blu-rays will, will, will come in and, you know, even some pop culture stuff, but it, for the most part, it'll be a movie show. We will be the, the show regulars and we're going to have a rotating third guest, so that will be... That's where the tri-podcast comes from, tri-podcast, obviously a play on my, my nickname in high school. <laughs> Normally, if we had our, our third wheel, so to speak, our third guest, we would have an opening to get to know that, that guest. But uh, since we're just starting off with just the two of us here, we might as well just jump right into it. Um, big news. We know each other for our fond love of, of Blu-rays. Uh, big news from Disney. They finally announced the release date. Uh, a bunch of information on the different variants of Star Wars The Force Awakens. I believe there's six different versions of the Star Wars Blu-ray. Uh, a couple of steelbooks, a couple of uh, Amorays, uh, some interesting thing from the Disney store. Uh, Doc, have you seen What's in the box? any of these? Which one have you seen first, or do you even know of any of these? Yes, I think the first one that I saw was the Zavi exclusive steelbook, and... And I, I really liked it, but I didn't at the same time. I, I wish that, you know, with the other steelbooks that they released, they had the infamous poster on the back, and you really got to fall in love with that. And I noticed that they didn't have that with this one. You're, they had, you're referencing the, the six black steelbooks that have mostly, I think it's five of the six, have bad guys on the cover? The ones that were released in 2015, I think? Yes, yes, the, the six steelbooks a few months ago that you got, what, target best buy it wasn't exclusive to anything was it no it was it was just uh you know worldwide i think you know, zavi had it but you know it's, it's basically the same thing you would think with them releasing them uh, was it is that it, like i said 2015 not even the last year that they would try to you know follow the little precedent that they set um other than the zavi exclusive steelbook the best buy the only other steelbook um very similar the only difference is the spine zavi has pictures and Best Buy has, you know, words, typeface. Um, how do you feel about that? Is there, you know, any 
any difference as far as you're concerned or what? Right, and they go pretty hand-in-hand. Hand. I, I have to say that when it comes to the spine, the way I display my steelbooks, this is just me being picky, I prefer to see the actual text, the title. You know, the, the pictures is cool. Maybe if you add one at the top or the bottom, that's fine. But i kind of picky about that, and that's kind of one of the reasons why I was turned off by the Zavi steelbook. Usually... I mean, usually if Best Buy has a steelbook, Zavi pretty much has the exact same one. So what do you think of the other ones? The, the, the I guess we'll call them the regular old Blu-rays? The regular old Blu-rays. Well, I, I really like the just the standard black case. At least they kind of did that. I know there's no slipcover or anything like that. And, and the regular Amaray, the non, I guess. The non-special one? The, one that's the just, non-special one, yeah. Just your bare bones, minimum, whatever thing. And it's, it's kind of nice because... Call me crazy, but am, am I the only one out there that actually likes the colored Blu-ray cases? Am I weird because I like that? What do you mean colored Blu-ray cases? Well, this one, it, it's black. The regular Amaray case is, is actually black versus, and I know oh. when they did Terminator, the 4K, they did the red case. And Roadhouse, I just saw an anniversary edition that had a red case. Yeah, the, the, uh, I think that's, that's MGM that's doing that because they have Mad Max with a red case too. Oh, yeah, yeah, Mad Max with a red case. Yes, I, I'm kind of fond of those for some reason Mm -hmm. but at least you know at least if you're not going to give us a slip you're not going to give us anything fancy with it at least kind of make that color give give us some color to it you know add that little bit of spice yeah there's there's the the walmart exclusive which which basically is just a slip cover it has bb-8 on the cover with like a sunset in the background and the disney store has this lenticular no it's not a lenticular it's a lithograph. Yeah, it's a lithograph. That's what it is. It, it looks... Can we talk about that? Go ahead. Oh, I, I, I'm weird. I'm not really into these kind of things, but I love it. It, it looks like a giant trifold, like something that you would do for a science fair. Mm-hmm. You know, and I haven't really seen any pictures on the inside yet. I would really like to see what it looks like on the inside. Yeah, but it looks really cool, and I think it would make a beautiful display piece. Yeah. Well, I mean, we we don't know what else is in that neither. Oddly enough, um, the target. Of the non-steel books, the Target has a like a book, a fold-out book. It looks like and extra extra content. It's the only Target is the only one that has like ex- actual extra stuff. You know, stuff to to watch. Um, and I guess that that's if you're not getting a steel book and you actually want you know things to to look at and watch. Um, it it seems to be between Target. And Disney Store. Store. Yeah, and I'm a little disappointed with Walmart. How about you? Uh, I expected more from them, especially with Star Wars, it being Star Wars. Well, yeah, yeah. it it seems as if, um, you know, especially they they've had they they had the these like pre order things for the digital copy. They had that that weird card or whatever, and you got like three free posters. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they they've had like exclusive toys and stuff, and here they are with this ho hum yawn exclusive slipcover. It's just like really, that's it. I mean, yeah, BBA, it's cool and all, but come on, you could do better than that. I mean, like you said, with all the toys and other exclusives that they've had come out while the movie was in theaters, it. it I would expect a lot more. Even you know, keep the slipcover, but at least give us some maybe some bonus content or something yeah yeah something's fancy here so there's there's the regular you know worldwide the amazon the you know mom and pop shop they're all getting this this black cover um all all the all the blu-rays have three discs in them uh we don't know what zavi is uh the assumption is that it's a three disc set as well also 
there is no no 3D version. Uh, they said later on they'll announce it. So there's no 3D versions anywhere just yet. So yet. you have the the regular old you know black slipcover. Uh, Best Buy has the Steelbook. Um, Walmart has the BB-8 slipcover. Target has their exclusive cover and uh, I guess what what is a little booklet and extra footage. It appears to be the only set that has extra footage. Disney has the the lithograph, and then Zavi has basically the same steelbook as Best Buy, except they have pictures on their their spine. Of those, what do you think is? I mean, you probably already said it, but what do you think is the least uh, appealing? The least appealing. I mean, for a collector, for me, I'm gonna have to go. Although I really like BB-8, but it's it's a BB-8 slipcover. Who really cares about that? Right. And also, just the plain old, yes, we get the black Amory case, but I want more. This is Star Wars. I expect more. Right. So if, if I had to pick right now, like if you said, here's the money, go order something, I would have to pick either the Digipack from Target or the Lithograph. Graph. Yeah. Yeah, I actually, I pre-ordered the, the Target and the Best Buy Steelbook. Uh, do you... Have you pre-ordered anything yet? Do you plan on buying any of them? Because I'm a Steelbook junkie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to get the Steelbook, but I would really like to have something else to add more content, like like the Digipack or even the Lithograph, just as something to display. You know. Are you planning... Have you pre-ordered any of them? And are you planning on getting any of them? I I do plan on pre-ordering the Steelbook. The Best Buy Steelbook. The Best Buy Steelbook, Not the Zavi Steelbook. Not the Zavi. Sorry. No, it's fine. We had this discussion outside of 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 this. Obviously, if we're bringing up any previous conversation in in this podcast <laughs> here at episode one, it, it it did not happen here. Um, we talked about <laughs> the the six steelbook set and how you were kind of bummed out that they're not continuing that pattern. Yes, um, that was that that was kind of a thing that I had like. Zavi and um, the Best Buy exclusive, when they had that six steelbook set, we got the iconic poster on the back. Yeah. And I really thought that we were going to see that again with The Force Awakens. With the, I love the poster. I mean, yeah. I do. For the back, you mean? For the back. And mm-hmm. I would love to see Kylo on the front and on the back would get the, the poster to match all the other ones. What I don't get is why they didn't do that. Why are they trying to stray from what they've already done? It is odd. I mean, uh, I mean, you, you get it. It's Star Wars. It's a it's a collector's type of film. It's a collector's type of series. People will double dip, triple dip, quadruple dip, but you know, give it to them on top of everything else. I mean, like why? <laughs> Nobody's saying to to not do all this other stuff, but you know, at least give us the choice. You just released that stuff last year, so it's not like it's it's this old forgotten, you know. Thing that that what is no is more your major uh, <laughs> right right yeah give it i mean i'm weird though i'm sure there's a lot of collectors out there that are the same way you know we want them all to look the same yeah you know, if i if i was going to show off my steelbook set here's my star wars i have all the steelbooks i'm going to want them all to look the same that's just me and going back to the spine even for zavi i don't really like the pictures on it i'm weird right. the way i display them i prefer to see the text yeah it is a weird thing to do especially uh it's not like they do it that much i mean they've done for a couple of marvel discs but like that's it zavi doesn't really 
I mean, it's not like that's their thing. They do pictures. It's just this this strange, oh, okay, we'll do it this time. Well, wait, why? Why? Why now, I wonder Adam? if it's a Disney thing. Uh, yeah, you know what? You're right. Because the Marvel stuff is Disney, so that, that would make sense. Yeah, so, you know, April April 4th here in the U.S., uh, April 1st, you can get digital. I believe it's April 18th in the U.K., um, so, you know, the, the next time we talk to you, it'll either be right before or right after it came out. And maybe we'll talk about that a little bit more when it comes out. But we could move on to other news that that has happened recently. And the the Oscars, they oh, they yeah. just came and went and and uh, there was some news there. My, my, a lot of news there. How about how about Mad Max? Yeah. Yeah. I, winning all those technical awards that was that was quite crazy um and good for them too i just want to say that <laughs> yeah I, I mean it's it's good to see a, a movie that that people actually watch win stuff it's just it's just a little sad that you know none of the big categories were won by that movie that you know people watch i mean they could have hit a real big home run you know having dicaprio win his his oscar finally this year and then paired up with a Sylvester Stallone Oscar that that could have been a a dream night set up but but alas it it didn't happen um i mean we we could talk about DiCaprio too uh, yes it's about it's about goddamn time it's about time and after all these years i'm actually kind of heard about it cuz I didn't see The Revenant. <laughs> oh, really? I've seen no, I haven't seen it. I've seen everybody else. I mean, all his other movies, and every time he's nominated, I'm like, oh, he's gonna take it for Wolf, or, and I'm all excited. But this was the first year ever I haven't seen the Leo movie that was up for the Oscar. Well, and it, yeah, I mean, he's wow. he's been owed it for forever. Like he literally could have just been standing there, and if they gave it to him, and you know, there was all this outcry. It's just like, dude, he's he's been dicked over. At least three times before, it's just like he should have—he should have beat Tommy Lee Jones. You—you you got the feeling that they gave Tommy Lee Jones as a kind of a, hey, sorry, we kind of dicked you over all these years, and here's your pity Oscar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, The Fugitive. You—you uh, you, you rewatch it now, and it's—it's—it's it's not that—it's not that great a performance. I mean, it's okay. I don't care. DiCaprio, you know, playing a, a mentally disabled young boy was just just outstanding incredible um his performance still to this day i, I can't believe that's him yeah yeah you know, I, I love gilbert great i'm just like oh wow how did he do that at such a young age too at that, that and he was relatively new when that movie came out too they thought he was genuinely you know disabled so like that's i mean if you're gonna give it to tom hanks and forrest gump then like i don't i don't know what you call dicaprio's performance because that was just insane and to double <laughs> and to double down on that when he lost to ray he he played an, you know when he played howard hughes he he had another guy who had you know this future. deficiency and and had these you know these problems and and i mean i have this video on my page where i talk about that he's doing like three different things at once that most actors can't do one of those one things of. yeah the way of the future um it's, I think that's why I've always respected Leo as, as an actor. We've seen him do it all, literally. We have seen him, you know, do, like you said, three different types of roles, and, and people are just like, huh? Wait, that's Leo again? Yeah. You know, he he might not go through these giant physical changes like Matthew McConaughey did in Dallas Buyers Club, but 
his acting, it's like almost he falls into this character perfectly and he doesn't stray from it at all until the, you know, the end. Yeah. Yeah. He, and, he didn't lose a lot of weight. Usually that's what the, the Academy looks for. Oh, did, did you, did you make yourself ugly at all? Well, if you didn't, then we don't care. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> how much muscle did you put on for the Wolverine? Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. How, how much weight <laughs> did you lose? Uh, how, how much ugly did you make your face? Like Charlize Theron in, in Monster was just, oh, Oh yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, th- there's there's two camps with with best picture, spotlight, winning for best picture. Some people are are shocked. Some people are upset. Uh, have you seen Spotlight, Doc? N- no. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's 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 a good movie. It's it's a really good movie. I don't know if it's, oh my God, it's the greatest thing ever movie. Uh, it's important. The story that's that's being told is important. Uh, it, it's it, there's there's two types of movies. There's 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 filmmaking and there's storytelling, and I don't think genuinely that it's it's either. Um, it, uh, yeah, I, I guess I see I see where you're coming from. I, I almost you know that's why I didn't see it. It's it's not my type of movie. You said you have your storytelling, and that's all me. I would like I could sit through a very slow burn movie as long as it has a great story behind it and great acting. I'm all for it. Right. Right. You know, but when I watch these trailers for Spotlight, I'm like, it's just not my type. It's I don't I couldn't put my finger on it. It's just that simple. It just wasn't I wasn't into it. That's all. It's it's one of those movies. I mean, and and stupid me bought it. Uh, If I watch it three times in my life, I'll I'll be shocked. Did you buy it when you were here? Yeah. 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 (laughs) <laughs> um, well, it was used and it was a little bit cheaper than, than normal. So uh, stupid me just, oh, a deal. It's actually cheaper. Let me let me dive all over it. I, I, I don't know. I, it's To me, that, that takes away from a movie, like the, the rewatchability. But it, yeah. even on top of that, you know, you, if you want to say Mad Max didn't really have a, a plot, it was, it was a really good filmmaking movie. Perhaps it wasn't a good storytelling movie, but, you know, it was it was a simple story. And I thought that was just fine. The Revenant was was incredible. Uh, Revenant I, was, you know, from what I've heard with the natural lighting. Yeah, that alone it just blows my mind, well, and I'm still upset that I haven't seen it. It won. <laughs> it won for cinematography. So I mean, all that stuff. I mean, The Revenant won where where it was supposed to, as far as direction and cinematography is concerned. And and I know somebody is sitting at home like, "What are you talking about? Uh, Hateful Eight? Uh, and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah." yeah. Yeah, okay. And some people think Mad Max for direction. Some people think Sicario for for cinematography and like they're they're all really good picks. And and those are all really good movies for for even for best picture. It's just it was just a strange year for for best picture, I think. I was just going to say that cuz I was looking at the list earlier about for best picture and I thought to myself, you know, they all seem pretty equal. Yeah. It was just it was strange. You had, you know, top like super action, you know, stuff blowing up everywhere to spy movies to, you know, gangster almost you know, stuff. Like it was just, it seemed like it was all over the map. And there, it seemed like I remember watching the Oscars and I was like, Are you freaking kidding me? Spotlight won best picture? Sure, 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 This one I was scratching my head for the most part. Yeah. I mean, there was, there was a bunch I really could, like, like best picture and like I said, cinematography, cinematography, anyone could have won that category and I really would have been able to swallow it because it was just a stacked category this year. Best picture, um, 
I feel like Brooklyn really had, uh, I, granted I haven't seen it, but it just, it just doesn't seem like not enough people have seen it. And I haven't, I haven't heard much about it. Uh, from what I'm hearing of the story, it's, it's, it's something that's not incredibly new. Um, I just felt like there was at least three movies that, that could have won and none of them did. So, you know, who knows? I mean, that, that happens from time to time. I mean, crash when crash won, like, I mean, does, does anybody remember that movie now? Nope. Yeah. <laughs> well, wait, let me get this straight. Um, I, I know we were talking about this earlier off air. Um, you didn't see Brooklyn, right? That was the only out of the best picture category. Right. Okay. That's what I thought. And for me this year, usually I see, I would say most of the pictures, but I only saw Mad Max Fury Road in the Martian this year. I, I slipped pretty big this year. Yeah, you know what? And I and I could have seen The Martian winning, and and that kind of I mean, a lot of people don't like it, but it's one of those things like people don't like it the same way people don't like Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump's a good movie. It's just you know you're just hating because you're just hating. Uh, you know, The Martian basically is cast away in space. So on Mars, <laughs> yeah. So you know, eh, it was fine. It was really okay. Uh. It's just it's just a just a strange strange year. Yeah, I've I've seen most of I've seen what seven of the eight, and I I think I've I really could have swallowed anything. Uh, uh, like I'll watch Spotlight again just because uh, that's what I usually do every year. You know, when something wins, I, I sit myself down, no matter whether or not I hate it or whatever, and I just kind of make myself try to understand what they were thinking, and you know. I own it. I'll sit down and try to figure it out. But I, I as we speak right now, I, I don't agree, understand, whatever. Yeah, I'm the same way. I, I like to sit down, especially if I dislike a movie. I, I really do like to sit down and kind of give it a second go. Say, hey, you know, why didn't I dislike it? And put all that those feelings aside and give it a rewatch. I do that also, too, with a lot of hype movies. I know when I'm when something's overly hyped and I get overly excited over for it. Something like Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, and, you know, to 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 kind of transition here, what? Uh, hype, you know, this we're we're in a time of year where hype usually isn't isn't associated with this time. January, February, March isn't usually a time for good movies. This is kind of the dumping ground, but it seems as if that that is kind of changing now, especially with a movie like Deadpool. Deadpool just shocked everyone. I think it's well over three hundred million at this point. Yeah, and, and in the middle of February, like Valentine's Day of all times. Right, right. And, and that was the cool part about it. I think, you know, I talked to a lot of friends and they actually convinced their wives, believe it or not, to, to go see this. And a lot of people were just, I think, generally intrigued. Oh, this this isn't your typical superhero movie. You know, well, he's not really a hero, but they were just intrigued by the aspect of Deadpool. They did a, It was kind of cool. They did a really good job marketing it, too. They, they really kind of did a full court press on the marketing. Yeah. They didn't mess around with the marketing. I mean, I saw actually on, I know YouTube, they showed some of the things that Ryan Reynolds did. Like he did uh, commercials in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah. Just all these different languages went all over around the world to promote it. I, I, give him props for it. Mm -hmm. He wanted to market it and he did it and he did it right. Yeah. Well, they all did, but you know, well, I mean that that's, that's another thing we have, uh, we have Batman vs Superman coming out in March. It, the, the times I, I don't know if the times are changing, but yeah, you know, this this isn't the time of year where we see stuff like that. And and maybe maybe just maybe there there's especially considering Deadpool made over three hundred million. Maybe they could start to realize that oh, 
we we could focus on January and February and and actually make money. Right. And I also feel like that it has to do with competition. You know, you look in the summertime, we have all the blockbusters come out and there's it just seems like everybody's fighting for that number one slot. Deadpool smack dab in the middle of February. Let's do it and see what happens. And it it's kind of cool to see that, you know, we will respond to it. I don't think there is a right or wrong time to release these movies. If we like it enough or it's a big enough movie like Batman versus Superman, like Deadpool, we are going to go see it. You're going to take our money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I hope and I hope Deadpool does. I hope this process does open people's eyes and in, into Hollywood because I would like to be able to go see blockbusters all year round, not just trying to make enough money and spend it all in the summer for the big blockbusters, you know, it's ridiculous. Right. Uh, the thing is, in the summer from like May through through August, you get the big. budget stuff. And then from like September to de- December, you get the good movies, the stuff that, you know, that they're trying to win awards with. And then, you know, January to to April is just kind of this wasteland where they just, eh, we have leftovers, just put it out there. But hey, you know what? Why not try to, you know, win our money over there too? Because, you know, it's... It, Ten dollars in February is no different from ten dollars in September or ten dollars in July. Just just give us better stuff, and and people will pay to watch it. I, I don't understand what like why. Yeah, and if anybody says you know oh well the kids are home during the summer, more people have more time in the summer. You know that could be the case. Yes, you're going to have the high schoolers, middle schoolers, and elementary kids all home during you know during the summer, but. Hey, what kids are home now from school at three o'clock at the latest four o'clock maybe you can still go catch a night movie yeah but yeah you know, I mean again like that doesn't yeah, that doesn't make any sense why they would release Star Wars in December I mean sure there's that that one True. week for Christmas but um, you know they're still they were still seeing it mid January so so that you know that theory kind of falls on its own head. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But some we got something else recently that that I wouldn't call. Hopefully, I'm wrong. I wanted <laughs> I wanted to be quality, but you know they gave us the they hyped it, they hyped it, they hyped it, and then they gave us the Ghostbusters, the all female cast Ghostbusters trailer, and I don't think people are excited for it. Do I have to talk about it, CP? <laughs> well, we kind of have to. <laughs> I know. I Nobody know. can see us. Well, I just want to clarify before we really get into depth with this. First off, the cast. I know there's a ton of talk and love, hate, controversy over an all-female cast. That's bullshit. It's just that bullshit. Is, that is bullshit. You know, who cares? I, I think the cast, it, it could work with an all-female cast. I have nothing wrong against or against that. I was actually kind of intrigued at first when I heard that they were going to do an all-female cast. But to me, this whole trailer just seems lazy. It almost seems like they're trying, you know, they have this female casting and they're almost like leaning on it as like a crutch. Like, all right, if shit hits the wall, at least we could say... Well, we got it was the, the it was the females. Cast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and, and it's not even like the like the best four females. Like, all right, Kristen Wiig. Like, ugh, all right, well, you know, whatever. Yeah. Melissa McCarthy. She's you know she's not that. Like, can you can you imagine Chris Farley in Ghostbusters? Like, that's you know that's it's it's the wrong type of humor. Um, you know, why not somebody like Amy Schumer? Why not? Oh, why not? Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Yeah. Like. Oh, yeah. They, I see. Now there we go. Now we're now we're cooking with the wheel. Yeah. It's it's yeah. it's just like uh, you know these people just just try to turn around and make a buck and it, it just it just doesn't look good and 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 again going back to Deadpool Deadpool is something that was was good 
and and the, and they and they put money into it. They they really marketed it, and it was a movie that they that they were sitting on for eleven years. And sure enough, here it is. That you know their 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 risk paid off. Yeah, like once again, it just seems lazy. The, the lazy writing, lazy performances. I don't really feel like that the cast is in it. Like if I got to be a Ghostbuster tomorrow, man, I would go nuts. I would really try. I would do the best I can to play that role, to to live up to Bill Murray. God damn you know, it, Bill to honor him. But it's like they just kind of seem. Yeah, you know, I'm a physicist. Cool. Yeah, you're nobody does nobody does algorithms like you. Like, there's lines in there where it's just like, oh, did a six year old write that line? What is that? That's that's terrible. And what about the lack of scary out of it, man? Like the horror aspect. Yeah. Remember, I mean, from the original movie. I mean, I know I was younger when I saw it for the first time, but it's still there's some smart parts, and you're just like, wow, that. That's kind of creepy. Yeah, the library scene's really, really actually quite scary. I was just thinking of that, actually. And then you go to this trailer, you go to the new Ghostbusters, and you have that uh, ghost. You see him walking with his real long legs, and they go mm. underneath him. Really colorful, like, too. Yeah, what is this, Casper on steroids? Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. It's just... It's just like a it dancing circus. It's 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 too much. It's It's too bright. It's... Yeah, like Ghostbusters, the tone was was quite scary, and then the the quips would help pay off. Like there was these scary moments. You have this comedic moment, this great big Godzilla things coming, but then you find out it's the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, and then they they have these little <laughs> these little quips back and forth, and that's even funnier. Funnier, and it's you know it's 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 you have this big scary moment. They're in deep shit and. They they have a tiny you know just a tiny droplet of of you know of an exclamation point on the situation, but doesn't take away from from the scariness. Just a oh shit, we're in trouble. Here's a joke, you know, not like oh hey let's let's be Paul Blart like like oh yeah like just, let's just throw in some you know slap comedy yeah here just oh the the power of Patty compels you whatever that ugh. Just that line is cringeworthy there. Just absolutely abysmal. And and again, it you, man, what happened to just straight teasers? Like just showing, you know, the 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 building, and then like maybe Slimer, and then coming soon. They're, they're, the trailers lately are just they're showing too much, and you know, for better or worse, it's just taking so much wind out of the sails of these movies. Terminator Genesis last year. They showed us the end. They showed us that that John Connor was a robot and all that stuff. And yeah, it's just like, what are you doing, Batman? I was really hurt about that. Yeah, I was real upset because as a huge fan of the Terminator series, I did not want to see John Connor. Like, I didn't want to know that. I wanted to be shocked when I sat in that theater. And now I'm sitting there eating. I'm like, oh, there's the bad guy. Yeah, and and then they they what they do is you know one and two are are the great foundation of Terminator. You should build off that. And what they do in that movie is they go and erase it and start over. And it's just like, wait. You're doing it all wrong. Yeah, you we could, must go back. Yeah, Wait, like what? why? <laughs> that was fine. You, you know, you can go back to three and erase from there. But what? Like, what are you doing? Then you have you have Batman versus Superman showing us the um, what's his um, Doomsday. Yeah, Doomsday. They showed what was that about. They showed so much in that second trailer. It's like like what is left for me to see? I I've seen five characters. Oh wait, we'll get to see Jesse Eisenberg go bald. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, you know, when we were younger, I'm sure you can remember this. Like, like you said, you would see a building or Slimer, or you would see, uh, help me out here, a trailer. A Independence trailer. Day, they had yes. they had shadows over Manhattan, 
And then that was it. Then it was July 4th, we're in trouble or or some, whatever. You know, one of the more, if not the most famous teaser of all time. Like that was it. Just, oh shit. You know, something's huge over New York City and we're in in trouble. Like that's it, man. Like I got it. Somebody from another planet and they want to kill us. All right, here's my money. Right, and not only that, but like they're doing all these special TV spots now. It's like, oh, after Big Bang Theory, check out, you know, an extra thirty seconds of Captain America: Civil War. Yeah. Why? Yeah. What? Why are you taking my ten dollars then? If I'm going to see the whole movie every time I watch, you know, Two and a Half Men or Big Bang Theory. Yeah, they're, they're you know, it's it's almost you know, word of mouth just just isn't a thing anymore because we're seeing it all. I right. I can't tell you the last time I saw a movie and like was surprised by how bad it was because like, you know, it's, it's already out there. I mean, I've been surprised by a, by a movie being good, but I, I like, I'm not surprised by bad. Like there's no such thing as like a, a twist. A, an unpredictable flop anymore because it's just, there's just so much of it out there. They, they, I don't know. Like they think by showing us more footage is going to make the movie better or make change people's minds. But like, it, no, no, show as little as, as possible. And if they're mad after they see it, you know, at least you, you got someone based on intrigue. Right, it's almost like they're scared to just show us a little bit. Like, I mean, come on, we're talking about Captain America. We're talking about Batman versus Superman. These movies will sell themselves. Right, you right. could literally show Batman fly, you know, fly across the city and Superman chasing him and people would crap right. their pants right oh oh they're not gonna come if we don't show them anything no they're, they're, they're not coming because you showed them this dog shit i think in, in modern time trailer recently that came out was the suicide trailer that, that mm. i actually suicide squad yes or what did i say suicide it's fine yeah uh, suicide squad i i really love that trailer i mean you get an idea of the characters but not all of the characters you really don't know who the villain is i mean there's a lot of speculation that's the joker but who really knows? And you don't know why they're being thrown in the middle of this town. You don't know why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. And it's really cool because, plus, I mean, they had Queen, you know, Bohemian, Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, that was going. a really I mean, good trailer. Just the way that they did it. And I was just, no trailer has done that for me in a while. Mm. Versus, I mean, you know, you watch Captain America, you see like X-Men Apocalypse. Well, you know what? Those, like, those uh, Going back to Star Wars, those Star Wars trailers seem to know how to do it. Yes, yes. I mean, definitely. they gave us so little. And people are like, well, why aren't they showing Luke? And then you found out, oh, I know why they weren't showing Luke, because he, he was in two frames of the movie. <laughs> that would have been the <laughs> that would have been the whole... Yeah, that, imagine if they did show Luke. How much... Well, yeah, and then people would have been away. pissed. They showed him, people and now he's not s- in it. What the hell? Man. They would have been so mad. And I guess, you know, even with... um. Harrison Ford, that Chewie were home. That little bit was just enough to like, <gasps> yeah, that's you know, that's, on, yeah, that's teaser stuff, and people went bonkers for that. And I loved every minute of it, and I was glad to go in to see that movie and be very, very surprised, yeah, surprised and shocked, and you Eager. know, speaking, you know, and kind of speaking of being very surprised and shocked and things that kind of blow people, well. Blow people. <laughs> Blow people. What am I trying to say here? <laughs> How much do you pay for that ticket? <laughs> <laughs> 20 bucks. I got it on sale from a guy in the back alley. Uh, <laughs> a guy? Wait a minute. <laughs> Something that makes people flip their, their uh, lids a little bit is your roasts. No. No. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> they, Just a little they bit. Flip yeah. their, they flip their lids a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, if you guys don't know, CP is does these roasts on his channel. And he's very good at it. He has a great comedic background. And oh, recently, literally a professional. Like, I, yeah, I mean, a professional. Somebody yeah. paid me money to make other people laugh. Like, I think that I think that's getting lost in a lot of this. Uh, and what you recently just did the roast of the Blue Tubers. It wasn't one what you normally do. You focused on Blu-ray Dan, WrestleManiac eleven thirty, the teens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's like everybody's kind of moving up at the same time, and it, you know it kind of traces back to something else, and I'll, I'll bring that up in a minute. But it seems like the community, there's a bunch of people just just kind of skyrocketing together. And Blu-ray Dan is is uh, I'd be shocked if he wasn't at twenty thousand subs, you know, within Tomorrow. two years or so. Yeah, I mean, I think I I genuinely think he's going to be the one that like you have Cool Dude or you have Wet Movie, and I genuinely think it's going to be him because he he just he just he just does it right. But he works hard. He does it right. Right. You know? Right. Um, but it, you know, it was, it was kind of a, a, you know, not focusing on one person in particular, although I had a ton of stuff in wet movie one. Um, a lot of that oh, stuff, yeah. like the teenager stuff was, was really, that was stuff that was kind of sitting around. That was stuff that I had for the, the roast that, that never was. Thou shalt not name. Yeah. Yeah. The, the nameless, uh, channelless one, um, but that I got a lot of heat for that, and I didn't name names. Like I don't like people are. I I don't. I, it it could be a a current generation thing, but uh shit. When I was sixteen, man, like it, it you were fair game. I, I I don't know what it is, but apparently teenagers now are are treated the way that we were when we were what six seven. Yeah, I mean, it almost seems like nowadays that these teenagers, they watch some one of the grandfathers, one of the greats, like Blu-ray Dan, like Wet Movie 1, like Cola Duder, and they go, oh, I can easily make a channel. So they go out, and it's like, well, why don't I have 20,000 subs? Yeah, yeah, after yeah. After a week later. And they get upset and frustrated over it, but, you know, ask Blu-ray Dan how he got to where he's right. at now. Ask WrestleManiac eleven thirty how he got to where he's at. There's, Hell, go even ask Cooler Dude. There's no effort. There's there's this shortcut mentality. There's this I exist, therefore uh, I'm I, owed. Yep. And you know, so like I I thought I had a, a quite a bit of constructive criticism at the end of that thing. Um. I don't think you were too harsh. I don't think I, I was. Think it, and again, I didn't name anybody by name. You, you could theoretically say, oh, th- he's not talking about me. Like, I, I gave everybody that out. Right. And you gave a lot of tips and tricks that if if the teams just take a step back, take a breather and realize that we're not, you know, making fun of them. We're not trying to insult them. We're actually on their side. Well, and if they realize that we're trying to help them be right, successful, like right. some of these guys they could potentially learn something and then thank us. Well, p- part of it is like, you know, they keep saying, why doesn't, why, why, why? Well, because you're, you're trying to cut corners. You're trying to like do it without any sort of effort. And people like, don't like that. You know, we're, you're not really being a member of the community. You're, you know, you're trying to, to marry the president w- without really doing anything. And, you know, that's, that's not the way, it, that's not the way any of us were doing it. So why, why should we be behind you doing it? And like, you have no, it, another thing is it's, you know, everybody has some sort of audience or some sort of following based on their content. So many people now just think 
I have a channel and that's it. But it's not like you have to have content. There needs to be something right. to subscribe to. Right. And, and you know, don't be scared, guys, to ask us questions, but be respectful and don't beg for it. Come to us and say, hey, I'm thinking about doing this. You think this would take off or how could I tweak my movie reviews? You know, give me some constructive criticism. You know, shout out to uh, Movie Mayhem if you're listening, buddy. He's one of the ones that just started recently and God, we must have talked for two months. Oh, you know what? And 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 it you seems know. like you know what? You're right. It seems like we're we're harping on on the entire teenage community. That's not true. Um, uh, movie pit reviews just is is the ace standard of uh, teenage blue tuber. Um, Blu-ray Brad. Uh, yeah, Blu-ray Brad. During yeah. that whole fiasco, did the most adult human being thing i've ever seen a human being do i mean crap there is 40 year olds that wouldn't have wouldn't even do what he wouldn't did. have the balls or or backbone to do what he did and you get all all the respect in the world goes to that kid and you know there are there are some 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 guys kids whatever you want to say that that know how to do it that that know how to be a guy, a, a great human being, a great person, a great member of the community. Right. And and that's what I was trying to get back to. Like, you know, Movie Mayhem and I, we, we, he talked, I really want to start a channel. Uh, he gave me ideas. What what sounds good? Do you, do you like this? Do you like that? And it was just fun. I got to know him. It was fun, casual conversation. And then you gain that respect. So then when you do start your channel and I know what you're about and what you're trying to accomplish, you're going to get a shout out from us. Yeah. Or you're going to get that recognition that you deserve. Right. And, and all these shout outs and, 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 you know, anything that, that we're doing, you know, it comes from being a community member, from, from talking to one another, from, you know, it's from, from putting the time in and just, you know, just being, being a friend, like just, just being a, like, sometimes it's not about a collab. It's not about, this that uh you know it's just about bullshitting sometimes oh i like that movie cool you know not oh give me a shout out uh subscribe sub for sub like just you know just great pickups yeah like just just let it happen it, it's right. not going to happen yeah. overnight, guys. And then also too, you know, find people around your sub count. That really helped me back in the day. Right, right. You know, yes, I did go to the big guys. I did talk to people that were at between five and a thousand subs at the time. But go to people around your sub count and say, hey guys, we're all new. Let's get together. Let's find out who has the most subs and let's go on their channel and let's do a live stream. Right. It, it, and let's all talk and let's just have fun and laugh. Right. That's what it's about, guys. Let's have fun. The the cream of the crop rises. That's like, you know, WrestleManiac, Blu-ray, Dan, they're, they're, you know, they're skyrocketing and, you know, it's because they're putting out some incredible stuff. Some people just, you know, like myself, I, I don't have a, you know, I get my my subs in in glops because you know my content isn't quite as solid as as theirs. You know my roasts are interesting, and you know they get the attention they do. But you know it's not a steady thing. Some people, you know, your content isn't quite as strong, and so your your growth rate happens you know a little bit slower than somebody else. It's it's just the way it is. Some people are better than others. Like nobody is created equal. Like that's that's basically what it comes down to. And what I wanted to talk about before was it, it's such a it's a good time and for blue tubers it's such a good time and we don't want to focus on the negative because like it it it's really really there's there's a buzz and I think it has a lot to do with with your blue tuber award show sir uh that kind of brought a lot of people together you have people making videos out of nowhere because of 
of of the buzz that's been generating in the community? The buzz is real. I really didn't expect it. I didn't expect, you know, shout out to Visual Expression, talking about coming back, Leroy Green 85 making a video coming back, Blue Blue Ray Ray Hoarder, Hoarder coming yeah. back. You know, these guys were, I mean, these were the OGs back when I started. So to see them come back and talk about coming back is is an honor. It says know. something. It does. And, you know, just to see it all come together and everybody make it happen. And I've said this a hundred times and I'll continue to say it. It started off as an idea and to see that idea form into something that actually happened. And, you know, now that we're all settled down and it's over and, you know, we're moving on with the Bluetube, you know, the Bluetube community. It's interesting to see that there are some people still asking me, you know, are you going to do it next year? What's going to change? You know, what, what are you thinking? You know, and, and that makes me feel good inside because I set out to bring this community closer, whether you believe it or not. And I feel like I did. Well, you have the form. What uh, are, is there going to be a 2016 Bluetooth Rewards? Yes, this is the official announcement, guys. There will be. I'm going to continue it as long as I can. You're looking at the face of the Bluetooth Rewards or you're listening. You can't really see me right now. Is there anything <laughs> else you have planned that that may be different? Yes. Um, new categories will be changed up a little mm-hmm. bit. Definitely new categories. The voting system. We could talk about more about that later when it gets closer, but it was a lot of work on my end. I right. thought I picked a great system, and, and it was a great website, but I can utilize that better, and I can fix it. You know. Well, now that we're removed from, the, from you know, everything's kind of calmed down, like what, what did you like about the process? What perhaps did you not enjoy too much? Things that I loved about the process, the diversity. I love seeing people suggested for nominees that had – 50 to 100 subs to people that had 10,000 subs. Mm-hmm. So everyone listening right now, you probably mentioned at least once. I don't really – I can't really think of anybody. I mean there were a few people that I actually subscribed to because of you guys. I was like, oh, who's this? I've never heard of them. That was amazing. Well, that's part. It, isn't that part of the process? Like to, that, to get people attention? Like that was – To get people attention, yeah. And I mean they gained a sub for me and some of the nominees were shockers and – and it was kind of cool to see that, you know, to see some, you know, like my peeps just thanks to Blu-ray Dan. I mean, he's the whole reason why I subbed to him. And then people he got he helped my peeps get noticed. And look, he was a winner. Right. You know, and it was spectacular to see all that. Um, Some of the things that I didn't like. Let's let's go back a little bit to why me? Why didn't I get nominated? Why uh, didn't I? Uh. You know, guys, I had a lot of people come. Not a lot of people. I don't want to say a lot of people. That sounds bad. I had people come to me and say, you know, oh, why wasn't I nominated? I, I have a good channel. Da, da, da. Yes, you do have a good channel. But you know what? I didn't vote for you. I put in my suggestions, but that was it. I did not vote for the winners. That was the panel. I mean, everybody voted for who they voted for. The community as a whole voted. And we had a ton of people vote too. Right. So, it, it, you know, from you coming to me and complaining about when I didn't get nominated or when my buddy didn't get nominated, it, it, it was useless. What you should have done was promote your friend or help your friend mm. and, and promote yourself. What I don't get is people like asking for awards and like not really – wrapping their head around the idea that like who who wants an award that you're just handed just for asking for it like i don't i i I can't wrap my head around the 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 mindset of saying i want the award because i want it not because i deserve it like what how good do you feel about that and you know if if say somebody said i want an award because i asked for it and i want it and you know people look into it and, and it's a person with 12 subs and and one video an award you don't deserve 
And then you have a community that now flocks to your channel. You get attention, but you're going to experience the your first bit of negative attention. Like that's that like people don't think that far in advance. Like right, like with the positive comes the negative. Right, you know? and it just is. You have to understand that like the instead of crying about you know me me me, look at the person that won and try to figure out what they did and how you could adopt some of it and and. And take what they're doing and and learn from it, not just right. it, just wham. It, it comes it comes down to three things with the whole purpose of this Bluetooth Rewards, and this will be the continuation of it next year. You know, bring the community together. Obviously, learn from people and get those people recognition that deserve it. And those are the three main things that that was the point of it. And you know, like CP said, guys, when when you see the Bluetooth over the year, go find out why. Take. T- 10 minutes of your day and watch two of his videos or skim through his videos. Why was he voted and, and nominated and won Bluetuber of the Year? That's the point of that. Yeah. Be yourself. Be unique. Stand out. Work hard. The internet is cruel. There, It's... You're not just... It's this is not school when if you show up for six weeks without citizen a day, you're not going to get an award for it. Yeah. This is real life. This is... If anything, you guys can... Anybody can learn. If you want a taste of real life, you join YouTube. No, it is funny. There is there is plenty of high school in YouTube, though. There's 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 enough of that. Yeah. Um. And unfortunately, that's basically what 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 happened here. There's there's so much potential here, and you know we should feed off of the good and not you know when when you say I'm I'm doing this, I, I think I deserve this. That person deserves that. You're you're actually disrespecting the people that were voted, the people that were nominated by other people in the community. You're kind of like spitting on the entire process. And again, it's not it's not it's not doc that that made these nominations it was all of you it was everybody that had access to the to the channel right and, and it be, let's go even beyond that it wasn't even about the nominees i mean people helped me vote for categories people helped me you one of them late reviews everybody helped me durant blu-ray dan i mean there were so many people that gave me five minutes of their day and, right. and helped it make it better than what it was so let's stop thinking about me and let's think about us and how can we make this next year bluetooth reward better right right the the process was was as democratic as i've seen anything perhaps negatively so it was too democratic it was it was and people for people to 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 like hate on it and act like there was some sort of main decision some tyrant decision is just whatever it's over it's done with yeah like and and, you know let's just pick our heads up and i don't want to sit here and talk negative because i mean we know it was such a great success it was it was huge you have people coming back explicitly because of that that show you have so much time you have you have nine months to go out and do something special like let's make the community something better yeah you hear it now you have nine months as cp said we have nine months Make your channel better, get noticed, and let's, you know, I had a couple of the panel members tell me, man, this, this voting was hard. Mm. These these were close. Let's make them closer. Let's make people think next year. Yeah, constantly. Wow, how, how can I vote between this person and this person? I can't do it. Yeah. That's the point of this. We want people to be struck and... and I don't know who to vote for. And the more the more people that get involved and the more people that produce great content, the more we're going to be able to do with this show. Yeah, man. And I understand I can't make everyone happy. That's that's moral of the story. Nobody can. Nobody can do that. That's you know, and I'm sure there's people out there that are like, oh, whatever. Well, you know, luckily for our listeners, we're gonna try to make them happy by 
having a guest. <laughs> we're we're gonna have our tripodcast as an actual tripod next. Well, not next week, but our, for our next episode, we'll have a special guest, and that'll be the process from here out. You know, there'll be a random episode here and there where it's just me and Doc, but we will have our third participant next time. And uh, yeah, if if you want to see somebody, drop a line, Twitter. Uh, YouTube, whatever, just drop a line and say, I want to see so-and-so. What do you think about so-and-so being on an episode of Tripodcast? And maybe we can make it happen. Maybe we are making it happen. Who knows? Yeah, we don't know. You know, don't forget to ask us questions on Twitter, Instagram. Sure. On YouTube, ask us questions. Let's be interactive. If you guys have We can create a topic out of one of your questions, sure. Yeah, we can make a whole topic out of a question. We can anything you guys want to know about us, personal lives, things like that. So if you were a fan of the Bluetooth Rewards and you want to know more and you want to know little secrets and things, there will be special announcements on this podcast. So for Dr. Movie 91, who can be found at so Dr. Dr. Period Movie 91. Yes, that's his at doctor. Yeah. Yeah, what? YouTube. You said yeah to three different things. Yeah, four different ones. About $100. Yeah. <laughs> Kmart sucks. Don't do that. Don't make me laugh now. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, so where where can they find you? You can find me on YouTube at Dr. Period. Right. Movie 91 at YouTube. My Twitter handle is at Dr. Movie 91. There is no period in that. And that goes for Instagram as well. Yeah. Dr. Movie 91. No period. We will leave all the links in the description below for me and CP. No fucking shit, lady. Do I sound like I'm ordering a pizza? Yeah, and the Tripodcast is at the underscore Tripodcast. Yes. Yeah. All right, so there's that. Um. So, right. Next week, we will have, or I keep saying next week. Next time, we will have a, a guest. We don't know who it is just yet, but go ahead and sub, uh, sign up for it, wherever wherever you're, you're, you, you got a hold of this podcast go ahead and sign up for the rest and you'll you'll be ready to go um for dr movie 91 i am cp of will i like it reviews have a day and i am dr movie 91 take care and happy listening and i'm gonna say goodbye last because that's the way it's gonna work you lose good day sir